down the back straight. Better zip it on top. He's about to be joined by Black Sedans. Deeper now. Magnificent Storm. Turn it up. Runs right up behind them. Runs out of racetrack to work with. Look at Hot and Treacherous. He's now about to let down deeper. Macdan badly held up. Leap to fame. He's to the outside. He's still got work to do. Expensive Ego. Spirit of St. Louis. I cast no shadow. They're into the home straight. Magnificent Storm races the Black Sedans. Here's Larry. Leap to fame. Charging down the outside. He makes it look so easy. We want more. More, more, more. Leap to fame. Beat Spirit of St. Louis. Hot and treacherous. Turn it up. Next in Black Sedans. Oh, uh, well, Larry is leap to fame, and he won the Sunshine Sprinter's first major open class race last night at Albion Park. He's a hell of a horse. He's just a hell of a horse. Great stayer. Probably not a natural miler, but they went hard enough last night, and he just blew straight Pass them. Our man Greg O'Connor was on track. Usually he hosts the show. At the moment, he is working over there at Albion Park. And Grego, the more you see of him, the more impressive he is, leap to fame. And my God, don't they love him in Queensland? Yeah, morning to you, Michael. He summed that up beautifully, don't they? Uh, a decent crowd there last night all came out to see one horse, Michael. And well, it was always going to be a tricky technical race for his trainer driver, Grant Dixon, but he summed that race up beautifully. Most over here suggesting he would go straight forward at the start, find the park position and dominate from there. But like he did last week in the Rising Sun, Grant just decided to do what he wanted to do. That was come into the race in the second half. Mind you, the pathway he took, Michael, to the inside of a horse that was basically going nowhere. I cast no shadow. So he went to an area of the field that most wouldn't have dared to on a $1.40 favourite. But once he got into the clear, he exploded up the straight. He's such an impressive horse to look at. Uh, they've handled him so well through his three derbies and now into his first real crack at the big dance against the open class horse and the way he handled them last night. Very, very difficult to see him beaten in the Blacks of Fake in six days' time. Yeah, well, it's hard to work out how they would, they would possibly beat him, to be honest. Um, funny guy, Grant Dixon, isn't he? Because I don't, I don't, I'm not being at all parochial in saying this, but he's almost more like a Kiwi trainer driver. He's quite... Um, he's quite modest. He, he doesn't get carried away. He doesn't get involved in the hoopla conversations. And he, he seems to have a bit more patience than some of the drivers over there. I, I find him very good to deal with. And that patience came to the fore when he allowed this horse to miss the chariots of fire, uh, the Vic Breed and the, uh, the Miracle Mile. Yeah, exactly. Reserved is what I've described him as. Um, he, he's not a sort of guy that if, if he doesn't know you or he isn't confident uh, in what you might ask him, he won't give you a lot. Not, I got a chance during the week to, to go and, and spend some time with him and Trista and, uh, and with Larry in the paddock. And, um, you know, you, you saw the real horseman come out and, and he was talking about what they decided to do this year and those races you've just mentioned that he missed. And, well, it stood to not only the horse, but to them, because he's now delivering and delivering in spades. All of the talk heads towards the Eureka, the first weekend in September, and when he takes on what at one stage was the best pacer in the world, according to the Australian's Captain Ravishing, and of course, Catch a Wave, the Miracle Mile winner. So that will be a mouthwatering contest. The only thing I, I would say, Michael, yes, he's beaten them comfortably the last two weeks. He should have beaten the three and four-year-olds, and he did that. Last night, I, I, I worry, worry a little bit about the depth. Spirit of St. Louis is clearly a grand circuit horse. 
Some of these other horses, I Cast No Shadow was horrible, as was Better Zip It. They're both Group 1 winners, but they finished uh, 100 metres behind the pack last night. Uh, and Hot and Treacherous, who we know in New Zealand, was probably fourth, fifth or sixth. Uh, he went a cracking race and, and was beautifully driven to get in, into third. But until he takes on those other two, and then you get to an Inter-Dominion and you hope the absolute best is there, I don't know that you can elevate him to, to, to the greatest Queensland pacer or even start talking him uh, in the same context to say a black's a fake. But he's very good. Don't, don't let me downplay it at all uh, in a sense that what I saw last night and what I saw last week is, is very, very good. I just hope he keeps going on that trajectory. And one thing is absolutely guaranteed, Michael, you won't hear Grant or Trista talking him up the way some are. No, um, last night Manhattan, I thought she was going to win the Golden Girl and she got pipped on the line by Amore Vita, so well done to the New Zealand connections of Amore Vita. She was absolutely enormous, but I must admit I was yelling for Bobby Butt and Manhattan and all the good boys involved in the horse and I would have loved to see it one. I actually thought it had one and the angle at Albion Park's quite tricky, so it's a funny one when you don't have many New Zealand reps over there, you sort of, you sort of gravitate toward one horse and I... I was kind of disappointed after the race and then obviously realised, of course, Amora Vita's owned over here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Steve Don, who, funnily enough, Michael, was on track last week. I think he's gone to the States and he wasn't there last night, which was a shame for him. But uh, what a performance from her. She came solo three wide in a 150. Uh, magnificent from her. But it was also very good from Manhattan. Early burn, sub-26 second quarter, Soho. Uh, Historia got the lead and, and Bob was sitting in the trail. And the, and the thing about Albion Park, and you, you really get to know it, where I sit uh, and present for, for Sky is right on the on the bend when they hit the straight. It's only about 180 metres. And the momentum that Chris Alford had with the Mora Vita was probably about a neck half a length in, in terms of, of the finish. And Bob was just held up that half a stride and at the end of the day, Michael, that was the end uh, that what cost him. It, it was it was a very very close photo, but um, yeah, Amora Vita getting uh, Manhattan. She'd probably go around again in a twenty thousand dollar mares race uh, this week. And Bob suggesting she'll come home, have a crack at the Queen of Hearts, and then potentially come back and go to Sydney and have a crack at uh, at the Ladyship. She deserved a Group One. She went so very close last night. Uh, Greg, we only have one harness racing show, TV show in New Zealand. It's called The Box Seat, and you own the show. You're the producer of it. I believe you've had negotiations this week in Australia with the Entain boys, and I believe it's confirmed it'll be coming back in September, which is good for me because I like doing it. But just give our, our listeners who, who love a bit of harness racing, when are we expecting to see the show back, and and what are you hoping to do with it? Yep, it'll be uh, the third week in September, so around about Hannah Memorial time, and... Um, yeah, I spoke with Dean Shannon during the week. He, he's very keen to extend the show. He's hoping to uh, turn it into, a, a, say, a 48-week-a-year uh, type of uh, program rather than what we do about 33, 34 shows, Michael. He's got some really good ideas uh, around it and some other things for harness racing, which will be announced in, uh, in the next few weeks. So look out for that. But, yep, the box seat will definitely be back. Uh, really looking forward to... Uh, some new stuff that we're going to put on the show and it'll be back in the build-up to the IRT New Zealand Cup. You'll be part of it and, um, yeah, there'll be some new bells and whistles. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Good stuff, brother. You enjoy Queensland. And, uh, yeah, he was fantastic last night. Leap to faith. See you. Talk to you soon. Beautiful. Thanks, mate. Greg O'Connor out of Queensland. We thank Sarah O'Reilly, Matty Williamson, Carter Dalgetty, uh, Tony Hurley, and, of course, Grigo. And next week's the Blacks of Fake final for Leap to Fame.